Good morning for Wednesday, November 17, 2010. This is the New York Times Audio Digest, presented by Audible. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Arms treaty with Russia hits a snag. NATO destroys booby-trapped Afghan homes. And Catholic bishops pick New Yorker as their leader. In today's national headlines, a costly quest for the dark heart of the cosmos. And earmark ban reveals splits in each party. In today's financial headlines, a new GM but not an end to the bailout era. GM will sell more shares in an initial public offering. And Europe ratchets up the pressure on Ireland to accept a bailout. There will be more business news along with more national and international stories, a roundup from the action in sports, and New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Arms Treaty with Russia Hits a Snag. It's reported by Peter Baker. President Obama's hopes of ratifying a new arms control treaty with Russia by the end of the year appeared to come undone on Tuesday as the chief Senate Republican negotiator moved to block a vote on the agreement, one of the White House's top foreign policy goals in the lame-duck session of Congress. The announcement by Senator John Kyle of Arizona, the Republican point man on the issue, blindsided and angered the White House, which vowed to keep pressing for approval of the so-called New START treaty. But the White House strategy had hinged entirely on winning over Kyle, and Democrats, who began scrambling for a backup plan, said they considered the chances of success slim. Winning approval of the treaty will only become harder for the White House next year, when Democrats will have six fewer seats in the Senate, forcing the administration to rely on additional Republican votes to reach the 67 needed for ratification. The treaty, which would force both countries to pare back nuclear arsenals and resume mutual inspections that lapsed last year for the first time since the Cold War, is the centerpiece of two of Obama's signature goals. Restoring friendly relations with Russia and putting the world on a path toward eventually eliminating nuclear arms. A failure to ratify the treaty could freeze both efforts and, some analysts said, undermine Obama's credibility on the world stage. Failure to pass the new START treaty this year would endanger our national security, Vice President Joseph Biden said in a statement. It would mean no verification regime to track Russia's strategic nuclear arsenal, Biden said, and would sour a relationship that has helped open new supply routes to troops in Afghanistan and increase pressure on Iran to halt its nuclear program. Both parties had considered Kyle the make-or-break voice on the pact, with Senate Republicans essentially deputizing him to work out a deal that would secure tens of billions of dollars to modernize the nation's nuclear weapons complex in exchange for approval of the treaty. Over many months of negotiations, the administration committed to spending $80 billion to do that over the next 10 years, and on Friday offered to chip in $4.1 billion more over the next five years. As a gesture of commitment, the White House had made sure extra money for modernization was included in the stopgap spending resolution now keeping the government operating, even though almost no other program received additional money. All told, White House officials counted 29 meetings, phone calls, briefings, or letters involving Kyle. They said they thought they had given him everything he wanted and were optimistic about completing a deal this week, only to learn about his decision on Tuesday from reporters. Kyle said he informed the Senate Democratic leader that there was not enough time to resolve all the issues during the lame duck session that opened this week.